Mark, why is it so hard in general to win a conference tournament? And why has it been 20 years since BYU has won one? Well, I, I don't know um, how hard it is to win a conference tournament because I've never done it. So, I mean, I did it in college when I was a player, but I haven't done it since. Um, you know, I wish I had the answer to that. Then we probably win them all. Uh, I do think I do think um, there are some inherent challenges with it uh, that maybe um, have affected BYU in the past. Maybe I'm not sure. I can't really speak intelligently on anything, but the v- very recent history. Um, but I think um, depth can be something that can help you in a conference tournament. And I think uh, uh, a real defensive foundation can help you in a conference tournament. I think um, um, it's something that kind of gives you a consistency to fall back on consistently that you can count on every night. Uh, um, so I think those two things are probably important. I would say the third thing that's important uh, that, that that's important is, is, um, is, really good coaching, which clearly is going to be lacking in our case down there. So we've got two of the three things we need to go in a conference tournament. Yeah, Mark, uh, you know, what's, what's maybe going to change this year in your approach to that, that Monday night game, you guys are like the last team to, to get on the floor in, in Vegas. What's maybe going to be the different approach. I know with that, no Sunday at what's going to be the different approach there. First of all, I'm super disappointed because as I was saying that the one thing we're missing is good coaching, like Norma and Jake were just nodding their heads like, yep, mm-hmm, clearly. Uh, we're trying to figure out Monday. We are. We have a bad history this this year of Monday. Our only Monday game was the Gonzaga game. Isn't that right, guys? Do, do we have something early in the season? And clearly we started that game out uh, incredibly poorly. Um, so we're going to try and simulate game day as closely as we can tomorrow and then try and run it back Monday. Uh, it's just as, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure that we're the only team in the country that is just choosing to play games where you don't practice or meet the day before. Um, but we're going to make it work and we're going to actually turn it into advantage. And Monday night, uh, everyone's going to be like, man, those guys are really smart because they were super fresh. I mean, I guess that's what we're searching for. Um, but we're going to try and simulate Monday almost to a T uh, tomorrow in, in terms of an early morning shoot around, a late night tip off. You know, it makes the day so long, right? Um, but the only time we can get to the gym is, is 8.30 in the morning for an hour and then we'll kind of be sitting around all day until uh, it'll be a nine o'clock tip Vegas time. So we're really focused on that. We've been kind of um, imagining uh, first three minutes of the game, uh, kind of doing three minute scrimmages a lot, um, trying to kind of hone in on exactly how we'd like to start. That's a little bit complicated because we don't know exactly who we're going to play. So we've been focusing on us. Um, and we're talking about it a lot. And, you know, the, the, the really great thing about these tournaments, the thing that makes them special is you only get one shot. It's not like you get a bunch of practice rounds at the tournament. You just get one. And so we're doing everything we can to anticipate all the hurdles that we'll face and, and jump at them. And, and um, I think we'll be in a good spot. We're excited. How satisfying was it uh, for, for you and the team to – to have a guy in Matt or earn a defensive player of the year, one year after you guys are known for your offense, but to have the, the top player in the league win the defensive honor. Yeah. I mean, what a gift to BYU Matt Harms has been right. And, and so, uh, you know, he's, 
I don't know, guys, we're 26 or 25 or 27 right now, nationally ranked defense. And we're super proud of that. And Matt is, you know, we've actually, like we've talked about, we actually changed some things schematically because we have Matt. And he's actually grown defensively. He's actually done more defensively than we even thought he could. Uh, two numbers that are astounding. He says one, his post defense numbers are ridiculous and his isolation defense numbers are great when he switches. And so, you know, that's something we might not have even taken full advantage of. But he's been incredible uh, in both those areas and, and certainly allowed us to change up the scheme of our defense. Um, and it's fun, right? I think, we're, I think we're number 20 or 19 or 21 nationally ranked offense. And so our offense is still just a little bit ahead of our defense but our defense gives us so much confidence. Uh, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a difference maker for us this season for sure. And Matt is the ringleader of our defensive effort. My, my daughter, Layla, she, she loves, I don't know what it is, but she loves r- remarking that things are so satisfying, whether it's, you know, a, whatever. And so it, that she would really appreciate that question. She's like, yeah, this Matt harms defense is so satisfying. Go ahead, Sean, and then Matt. Well, now we know where she gets it from, I guess, Coach. Uh, <laughs> although I think I think Leanne likes to use that phrase too, so maybe it's just a family thing in your household. <laughs> um, <laughs> piggybacking off of that a little bit, which is kind of a weird schedule and a unique schedule. This this year has obviously been so weird, but maybe something that isn't super new is kind of that week layoff for the top two teams in the league going straight to the semifinals. Does I, I mean, I almost hate to bring it up this way, but does does this year with so many sort of starts and stops and fits and starts with the schedule maybe help you to kind of know what to do with a week of layoffs so that you can, like you said, focus on yourselves and practice yourselves, not knowing who your opponent is? Yeah, you know, we definitely, we, listen, we had this, what was it, guys, right after the Gonzaga game, we had the 10 days or however many days. And so we, we do have a working template that was really successful for us. You know, we got way better. If you guys remember during that 10-day period, we were really chasing games. And so we, we had some slip through our fingers. We had some that we were like, ah, it's not quite right for us. And at the end of the day, I'm so grateful that we didn't take a game or that one didn't work out for us because we got so much better. It gave us this really unique window to just work on ourselves and the improvements that the team made are just remarkable. Um, we made huge jumps statistically uh, in, in how we, in how we work together in our confidence level. And so we had, we do have a template to work from the, 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 the trick is, can we reproduce it? Right. And so we're trying to do that in real time. I do think the guys have been pretty solid. I think we've had a chance to get some rest and also get some work in and get a little bit better and really fine-tuned focus. So um, I do. Uh, I do think that the kind of craziness of the season um, has made it so, you know, the postseason is super crazy too, but it seems normal. Like it's like, well, we've done that and we've done that and we've done that. And so there's nothing brand new for us. Um, You know, like the game, the Gonzaga game being rescheduled to a Monday night. You know, the outcome was stunk, but, but, um, but we've been through it before. So it's not something we haven't experienced in terms of having a Monday. And, and um, so, yeah, I do think, I do think it's nice when you roll into postseason, you kind of feel like, well, we've kind of experienced everything there is to experience. So there's nothing that's going to catch us by surprise. Coach, is this current starting group of uh, Barcelo, Averett, Loner, uh, Harms, and George, is this, what you've been searching for all years, you've been changing lineups. 
I think I think early on the season, I thought that you know I, I, I suspected that I hoped that we might be able to get here. Um, uh, but you know sometimes you can ruin things by rushing them, and that that's a seems like a really trite statement, but it's a super super important concept in trying to grow a team. And so um, we actually ended up going there a little bit earlier than I had hoped because we had uh, some schedule changes. And, um, and so, but I, I do, I think this group has a, I think they can have a real impact on the game early. And then, and then my follow-up rotations, I can actually work guys out. So they're ready to come back in earlier. And I, I, I like the mix match we have right now, the options we have off the bench, when they come off the bench, the, the foul trouble security that I have now off the bench. Um, so, so I do, I like this lineup and They've been really good, man. Man, they've been really good. So they made unbelievable progress. Hopefully we're, we're still getting better. All right, let's take two last questions, one from Jeff and then Mitch. So Mark, when are you uh, bringing or taking your team down to Vegas? Uh, and how different do you think this whole experience in Vegas will be compared to last year just because of all the issues with COVID? Yeah, it's super different. We're going down Sunday night. And I think our idea is like, we're going to try and just get, we're going to try and give ourselves the least chance of any outside exposure that we possibly can. So we're going in Sunday night because we have to test at a given time Sunday night. So we're actually going to land, go straight to our testing appointment and go straight to our rooms and um, just be quarantined there and, and to, except for shoot around and games. And, um, and just, we're just taking the, the utmost caution. Uh, you know, that part is, is in the background, but it is, um, you know, we, we, we clearly, we felt the reality of, of losing this opportunity last year uh, and we'll probably forever be scarred from that. So we're being uh, incredibly cautious and, and, and trying to, trying to take every precaution possible, including making this as compact uh, and as a least exposure um, trip as we can. Less exposure, least exposure, low exposure, low exposure trip. I was at English major guys at Kentucky. So that should explain a lot. Uh, Mark, uh, you know, kind of building off of that with the, this, you know, it feels like the WCC tournament last year was the last of some normalcy. It felt like I remember seeing Dick Vitale in the media room, digging into the water cooler. And now it's like, that would be a a super spreader, but uh, just maybe can you reflect, I know you're neck deep in, in preparation for your team, but just the reflection of how you and this program have grown over the past year, both on and off the court with all the adversity that's, face the program and just society today. Yep. So um, just internally, I think we actually operate uh, more efficiently in a lot of ways. Like zoom is real. Like zoom, there's a lot of things with, with zoom where you're like, Hey, we're missing out on some stuff, but we're doing some stuff way more efficiently. Um, so that's a little slice of a way we've grown. Uh, I think in terms of gratitude, our gratitude has grown exponentially. Um, just the, you know, I think we used to think that, we just expected that we were going to be able to play games. I mean, I think my whole basketball career uh, in some sense, you know, you expect you're going to be able to play games. And now I think we have this really, really genuine uh, deep seated gratitude that we got to be on the court today and practice as a team. And, and, 
we're going to be so grateful if we can actually get to the game on Monday. Right. And then, um, you know, and then the, 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 the biggest thing for us is, you know, can we actually get on the court on Saturday, you know, a week from Saturday, um, that'll, that'll bring some closure to, uh, a really traumatic experience for us again, guys, in the context of, we understand it's just basketball and it's, you know, this is a worldwide pandemic that's caused so many people so much pain, but I think our efficiency, I think our gratitude. And I think the last thing is, is our ability to stay focused. I've talked to you guys a bunch about how proud I am of this team about having this ready-made COVID excuse sitting on the shelf and this team in particular, refusing to reach out for that excuse, just refusing. And, and that actually is a life lesson for our guys um, that is pretty incredible because they've watched a lot of their friends around the country or other programs or whatever kind of reach for that excuse and really suffer the consequences of harboring an excuse. And, and my guys have been blessed by seeing what happens when you refuse to reach for a ready-made excuse. Uh, and they've had such an incredible, extraordinary, successful season so far. And so, you know, I mean, we could go on and talk about this. It's, it's been such an incredible teacher for all of us but those are three things efficiency gratitude and and kind of this life lesson about like hey we're going to stay focused no matter what comes our way and we're not accepting the use of any excuses